for all those who continue this notion of LeBron James being better than Michael Jordan, <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Shut up already. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! You hear the Bulls uh, commentator goes, he wants his mummy. <laughs> he uses Curry way down to White Mamba out. <laughs> he's waited six episodes. Look at him. He can be sweating. <laughs> I was writing that for an hour today. Aha, <laughs> we're back. We're back. Sports opinionated returns. Come on. I know all you people out there have been just bugging us, waiting <sighs> on Tenterhooks, Evans. Just waiting for the return of the Evans and O'Brien show. Great to see you again. Great to be back, my friend. Live in the same room. In the same room. And uh, volumes are pretty high on the wave file. Just need to back off the microphone a bit. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, how have you been and how, how much are you looking forward to the recommencement of NBA basketball tomorrow, our time? Two-part question, two-part answer. Part one, I've been great, Matt. <laughs> Lakers getting the championship. Loving it. I can, almost, I can almost give you a play-by-play of game six, having watched it so many times. What the hell am I doing back here already? Why am I here, mate? Shortest off-season in American pro sports history. Oh, it's a beautiful thing for us, isn't it? It's a <laughs> no, beautiful it's not. thing. It's magnificent. It's not. Let's bounce the basketballs. Let's get going. Oh, jeez. It's a bit harsh. I'll say this. For yes. an older team, it's a bit harsh. Oh, no. They're okay. They had a nice break before the bubble. They'll now, be fine. Now, mate, we said um, end of our last pod that we'd only come back for a, you know, a, a major trade, you know, if... I don't know, some, some schmuck from Atlanta got moved. We wouldn't be back. And yes. Quite frankly, no one big enough got moved for no, us. No, 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 no. <laughs> so in less than 24 hours, mate, the tip it off the season. But let's look at the off-season for a second. You gave me a list of teams to see what we, what we like, what we didn't like. <laughs> you gracefully gave me the Lake Show. Um, uh, as a bipartisan, what did you make of the Lakers off-season moves? A magnificent off-season from the Los Angeles Lakers. You liked it? Magnificent off-season. They got rid of Dwight Howard. I'm sure you're extremely disappointed about that. Yeah, you you were, you were upset about that. Well, I saw past the character. Dwight? No, I saw the production, not just the the yeah, shenanigans. Yeah, the fact he was just a strange unit. Um, you got him. You replaced him with uh, him and McGee. And McGee. And McGee. You, you replaced him with Marcus Soul, mm-hmm. an experienced, worldly player. He is great passer, mm-hmm. smart IQ, and also Dennis showed a very nice pick up there. Um, and of course, you also stole. From the Stop. Clippers, Montrez Harrell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, three very nice pieces there. And my man, the general, will be back. He will be. On his 2.75 million, I see. Yep. Um, Starting shooting guard on a championship winning team, the general. Yes. So uh, yep. he's good value at 2.75. Kyle Kuzma. Interestingly, Mr. Evans, he took up, uh, the team took up the option with him mm-hmm. for this year. And last year, I didn't realise. They must really like him. You don't, but uh, they do. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was, I've got him down for the contract here. $40 million they signed him over three years. So overpay, underpay. You'd say uh, underpay, I'd say over. Sorry, I'm talking Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. Have they signed him for three years, $40 million? Yep. doesn't say that here. And, well, Poor form from basketballreference.com. I'm sorry. Very reliant on I'm them sorry, during the podcast. Get onto my website at evans.com <laughs> and I'll give you the numbers, my friend. Well, yeah. they must like him more than you, three years, $40 million. Yep. Similar for KCP too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um Schroeder is a good pickup. My tentative response, and you know I'm a conservative Lakers fan, let's be clear, it's been a little overrated, the Lakers offseason. Gasol looked done in the bubble, unless you just hope that was a bubble thing. And don't get me wrong, much rather have him than um, 
the McGee or Howard. I sort of think for Toronto, they're getting Baines. I think Baines is a better player. I think their replacement player over, over Gasol was, was there. Um, literally at 4 a.m. this morning, as we realized we were actually going to come back and do this podcast, I was thinking about Schroeder, and I literally couldn't remember his first name. Dennis. I decided it was between Hans and Detlef. <laughs> it turns out you're correct. It is Detlef. Dennis! Detlef. Dennis! Um, I do like the Wes Matthews signing. I think the Harrell signing has been overrated, but he will be important for the Lakers as he won't be required to carry us the way he might have had to for the Clippers. There'll be stretches in the season where he'll start as we rest blokes. He'll put up starters numbers and good starters numbers when he starts, but he'll also give them back at the other end. Come May or June, he, we won't be needing him on the defensive end to stop the big beasts in the West, you know, Jokic, Nurkic, Gobert, whoever. Um, it's a big signing for the Lakers and also takes away from the Clippers. But we can talk about what they did. Uh, did you see my boy? i got to get this right. Taylor Horton Tucker going off in the preseason, mate. Just made my heart grow. Oh, I did. Yep. And he's on, he's on $1,517,991 dollars too. So it's a very good deal po- there. Possibly an overpay. Um, who else can we talk about? You want to talk Clippers? Can I go first? Yeah, without, without getting into too much of a preview... Um, yeah, just off-season. Yeah, just you off-season. go. Yep. Off-season. Oh, look, I like what they did. They took a huge amount of scrutiny away from their season, which I reckon would have undercut them a bit in signing Paul George. Um, they overpaid. I get it. You know, he's he a number two, whatever. Anyone else would have paid him that. Serge Barker is an upgrade over Harrell. Definitive upgrade. Did you know he put up career numbers last year? He's not mm. on the downward. Yes, With the we removal of Kawhi. Yeah. He put up career numbers. Um Luke Kennard, they just signed for $64 million for four years. Obviously, you and I have watched so much Detroit. All the talk on him is that he's exactly what they need. He's a knockdown shooter. He's a playmaker. So if, you know, Thug, Beverly and Lou Williams just continue to erode, they've got a, a guy for their starting five there. Yeah, well, that's right. And Serge is a much better, much more all-rounded scorer than Montrez Harrell is. Totally. So. Totally. And an elite three-point shooter and defensive player. Yeah, so they, they could be better. They could be better. Okay. Oh, well, we'll talk about that when we go yeah. to season previews. We're jumping about here, folks. But we're doing it by design, off-season. Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks. The most the most chatter over any team in the league because of what went down was around Milwaukee. Ultimately, how do you see them as compared to last year? What did they do in the off-season that you liked and didn't like? Well, they signed their main man, which was, I liked that. <laughs> he's, he's, he got paid unders, though, didn't he, really? What, too few? <laughs> <laughs> Just extraordinary amount of money. Um, they paid through the roof for Drew Holiday. I don't know. Great defensive guard. Just a good offensive player without being sensational. So I'm just not sure what why they're paying so much for there for him. And the Bogdan and Bogdanovich deal. Uh, he was he was part of that deal, and that got kiboshed by the league. I'll talk about that later. Yeah, we will. Um, and that hurt him. Because he, they needed a shooter like him uh, you took, to extend yeah. the floor. Yeah. So they, that wasn't that wasn't good for them. So I would give them Evans. I'd barely give them a pass, actually. What, in re-signing Giannis and getting Drew Holiday on board? Well, they haven't got better, is my point. The re-signing of Giannis is for the future. That's not for this season. He was always yep. playing this season. Great for the future, but okay. I'm just saying they haven't got better. Okay, so from what we haven't seen so far in terms of there's been some pre-season play, whatever, we don't put much stock in it. Are you saying that them losing Eric Bledsoe and George Hill, who led the league in three-point shooting, and just getting a Drew Holiday in replacement, that actually hasn't improved. Don't think so. Okay, fair enough. Status quo for yep. me. Yeah, and, and look, you and I did talk about this offseason. When did flippin' Drew Holiday become a max player? I have no idea. He's not. 
this is a classic case, but I wrote this down tonight. Yeah. This is a classic case of a good player in a low free agency period just getting really massively overrated and overpaid. They're gonna they're gonna as soon as they can, I think it's late Feb, get him on like minimum thirty million a year. Not one three, thirty million dollars a year. I reckon they're gonna regret that, bud. Yep. Sounds a bit like our uh, AFL league here, free agency, and people just get overrated. I know. Just because there's a limit of uh, what's available. Yep, well, no I've, got, I've got some numbers in peripherals that are going. No you're question. going to be astounded by, mate. That's some signings. Now, do we didn't we didn't talk about we haven't talked about CP3 choosing to go to Phoenix. I thought that was a bit of a left field no, one because you had them fifth on our list and we just did number three. But that's fine. Let's jump ahead. No, just 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 throwing a, <laughs> throwing an audible in there. Okay, go a for very, it. A very good player choosing to go to Phoenix. Yeah. So he must like the look of them. So yep. He's generally a smart guy, Chris Paul. Picks his spots totally. So, totally. and he did. He was excellent in, in a leading role with OKC. I just, was, I thought he might have stayed there, but interestingly, yep. No, well, OKC okay, so goes. Phoenix were the the performed team of the bubble. Okay, I agree. Um, obviously, what Phoenix have put together just shone in the bubble when eight and just missed out on a playoff spot. Here's their starting five: Bud Booker, Aiton, CP3, Bridges, and Crowder. That's gold. Yep. Now after that. It falls yeah, away a bit. Thin. Cameron Johnson and Sarek did really well in the bubble. Cameron Payne went to the next level. This might not be enough. We like the upside of this team. And this is why. I reckon everyone is chasing a team in the Lakers. Who, um... hmm. who what, Peter? Please share. <laughs> <laughs> um, I reckon everyone's chasing the Lakers. And I reckon the Lakers have totally maxed out their potential. In winning the title last year, they haven't got massively better. The Lakers don't have a player like... Devin Booker at Phoenix, Tatum, Giannis, Bam, Luca, who are yet to peak. Chris Paul will bring the best out of that crew in yep. Phoenix. I really, no question. Now, you were, you kind of poo-pooed this early on. What's the ceiling for them, in your opinion, in the West? The Phoenix? Yep, Phoenix. Oh, seven or eight. Okay. I thought you were bullish on them. I am. But they didn't have made the playoffs for many, many years, Peter. So okay. I'm happy if they get to the playoffs. They're still, as you say, they're still another player, a couple of experienced guys away, yeah. I think. Okay. I'm a bit higher. I really like their ceiling. I like in that five or six slot could be their, yep. their ultimate best case scenario. Yeah, Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers, Portland, Denver, Dallas. I'd have all those teams ahead of them. There's six for you. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. So Utah. Yep. yep. All right. Um, you, you jumped over the, the sixes, bud. And, I apologise. No, no, not at all. But this is the team you and I love to talk about and our listeners love. And, and the NBA fans just can't get enough of this team. Um, Some nice signings. Yep. Nice signings. What you like? Danny, Danny Green. And there was someone. And uh, Seth, yep. Seth Curry. Seth Curry. Two great shooters, which is exactly what they need to um, cover the fact that Ben Simmons can't shoot. So it's that, that certainly helps, helps them down the stretch of a game. Yep. If they can get him in dangerous spots near the hoop. Um, who knows? But I still think that's up in the air as far as Harden goes. So yep. we'll see what happens. Yep. It could be could be flipped by the time we put this into air, to air, bud. But those two guys are still valuable. Even if they got Harden, those two guys are still great signings. Either yeah. way. Yeah, I guess the question is their depth. It's either Seth Curry or Danny Green's closing for you. D- Danny Green did not close for the Lake Show um, last year. Or, well, he tried. Mr. Mr. Series championship winning shot. Um, their, their biggest offseason signing might have been Daryl Morey. Like they they yeah. immediately crafted a team around him beating Simmons that made sense. Yeah, <laughs> like they put some shooting yep. around him. Um, but here's a stat that I didn't even know: we knew that they couldn't shoot the three ball last year, or so we thought. They ranked 27th in three point attempts last year. They were sixth in three point percentage. So when they actually got the shot, they were making them. Simmons will find you if you are open. So who knows what he does with those guys? I dare say it's good news for the 
for the f- uh, ongoing percentages of Seth Curry, who's a 45% three-point His career. 45. Yeah. Is, it's uh, phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. Historical level. All right. Uh, anyone else? Anyone else's off-season that you, you want to touch base on? Did you want to talk about your, your beloved? Oh, the Bulls were fantastic. Did nothing mm. that, uh, as, as mm. per usual. Mm-hmm. They're never in any conversation. They're never in any news report as potentially interested in anything. So. so Bobby Portis didn't? Didn't Bobby move Porter's, the needle for you? No, he left, right? Yeah. He's gone somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how interested you are. <laughs> hey, they got Wendell Carter. You got my... Anyway, that's not, that's what I've seen moves. Wear pox. <laughs> Listeners, let's just put that out there. Yeah, I've got some bad news for you about your bulls later, but I'll save it for the end of the peripherals. Want to take a break and get to peripherals, mate? Indeed. Okay. It's always a concern when you've got to start a sentence, mate, with the words, I'm not into fat shaming, but... <laughs> MJ wearing a Detroit three-peat T-shirt. No, just how strong was Judd Bushler's coffee the morning that he got interviewed? <laughs> but Matt's just asked me the question. And I'm answering it. Because I'm not getting an adequate response. All right, Matt. It's time for our peripheral pickups where we look to the things on the, the exterior, on the outside, on the periphery that the regular NBA fan or the... the uh, Irregular aficionado might miss. We see these things now. Yes, we do. Not too much going on, fair to say, uh, for us to look at, at, at behaviour of players on the bench or, or coaches going off or media scrums or whatever. But there has been a few things that have caught our eye. And this, you, you normally come in with copious amounts of peripherals, Matt. So I'm going to let you jump in first, my friend. Yeah, they're not, not necessarily all basketball related, just to pre-warn oh, our great. listeners, but they're still very amusing. Though. Listeners, prepare um, for, for golf, for nah, NFL, for just nah, whatever. Nah, the, the, I, I we I, I raised this earlier on a peripheral. Some of the people on the the virtual fans in the in, uh-huh. in the bubble, yep, with their heads, <laughs> yep, taking up seventy five percent of the screen. Now Kendrick Perkins apparently has not heard of this. He's on, <laughs> on. he is on the jump every day. Now I texted you this the other day. <laughs> We've got Rachel Nichols. I'll, I'll throw this up on Instagram uh, when we put the pot up. We've got Rachel Nichols. Kendrick Perkins and Zach Lowe. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins. I texted this to Evans listeners as I was watching this. I was on the exercise bike, almost fell off the exercise bike. Anyway, I'm watching it, and then a few minutes later, he gets closer. <laughs> it's enormous. Oh, and then there's a shot. Then there's a shot. They give a wide shot. This, this where, is frightening. This where, picture needs to be right. Where Rachel Nichols is in the studio. Mm-hmm. And next to her are two enormous TV screens with Kendrick Perkins in the one nearest her and Zach Lowe. It looks like he's King Kong about to eat her. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Zach Lowe not looking impressed at all. Come on, Perk. You can back off, mate. Seriously. You can uh, just back off the camera there, buddy. I love it. I love it. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo has a maniacal... Oh, how good was that? Yeah, I just no. rolled off the tongue. Thank you, bud. No, uh, no, no, uh, he's work, no basil there. He's, there's no basil. <laughs> We've got to put that up again at some point. I want to play it in front of you to hear you, hear you laugh your head off. Um, he is a maniacal worker off court, from all accounts. Yeah. And he's been busting his gut to improve his free throw shooting. He's... Uh, his playoff free throw percentages the last three seasons have fallen through the floor. So he, he's done the done things a couple of, a little bit differently. So he's, instead of just, you know, shooting hundreds and hundreds, he's tried that. It's just not working. Yeah. So what he's doing, he's working himself to the point of exhaustion and then he's going to the line for two free throws only. Okay. Sensible. Two free throws. Like it. Misses one. Yes. He runs. He, there's, there's some there's some consequence, some there's physical consequence. Yeah. Anyway, that wasn't working well enough. And apparently he's the nicest guy in the world to put more pressure on himself, he's now got the staffers to run if 
he misses. So he stands there. It's almost like SAS Australia, mate. When oh, he, he stands there and they're doing all the suicides or whatever. Yes, stuff. Not, 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 not enough, though. The latest one is that he has got his wife holding his kid and if he misses, she runs them holding the child who thinks it's hilarious. Uh, fair to say the wife or, or girlfriend, I'm not sure what it is, sorry, um, does not uh, share the appreciation. While, while feeding him the bottle. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure she's on the... While changing a nappy. Not sure she's, uh, yeah, doing that. But so he's taking it to whole new maniacal levels, mate, to improve his uh, three free throws. Percentage. Good on him. Love yeah. it. Getting the wife to run. Yeah, I'm not sure everyone else would be happy with him when he's shooting 64% during practice. Oh. Um, now, during the during the break, obviously, you watched a few good YouTube videos, and I've got sort of Michael Jordan videos just pop up as a result of... You've seen the social dilemma, Evans? They know what you're looking for, and they pop up, these MJ videos. Yeah, yep. um, there was one from 1999 I stumbled across where MJ... So he'd, he'd retired. It was the following year. He, he was at Bulls practice at the practice facility playing one-on-one with Corey Benjamin. Yeah. Remember Corey Benjamin? Ish. And he's torching him. He scored multi- multiple times effortlessly, MJ. He scored. And he turned to Benjamin and he said, look around you. <laughs> <laughs> and gestures towards all the banners around the practice facility. Yeah. I thought it was gold. Have a look around you, mate. What are you doing? Was Benjamin talking trash? Or was <laughs> yeah, he just... yeah, he was. Okay, okay, okay. So he might have had it coming. Oh, dear. All right, okay. Um, we haven't touched on it, but one of the biggest stories of the off-season was the Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks boasting too vocally and publicly about their big free agency signings before free agency had begun. Yes. As a result, listeners, they lost Bogdan Bogdanovich. Uh, the league was not happy. Uh, Bogdanovich went elsewhere, went to Atlanta. Uh, the NBA investigated it. Now, mate, did you know that they, this morning, Australian time, they handed down their consequences? Do you know what um, consequence they copped? I'm blocking my notes here so you can't... Um. Well, I assume, given that it happens every day of every year with every team, that it'd be something really harsh, would it, Evans? <laughs> yeah, they lost a second-round draft pick. Oh, my goodness, mate. Like, is this a big deal or is it not? Uh, uh, clearly not. <laughs> clearly not. So <laughs> they've just buggered the Milwaukee Bucks yeah. and uh, have come down hard when every other child in the family has been misbehaving for years. Yeah, but... Yeah, uh, set an example. Just not stupid enough oh, to yeah, boast yeah, about yeah. it. Just yes. not stupid enough to boast about yes. it. Oh, dear. Now, you mentioned Bogdan Bogdan. You know I love some quality names, Evans. But, yes, you do. Um, what was last season's... Uh, uh, well, just le- leading up to... Kent McDuff or something? Uh, Kent McDill. <laughs> Kent McDuff. <laughs> <laughs> Duff what McKagan, the uh, Guns N' Roses bass player. Um, watching a bit of US TV in the lead up to the election, right? The US election, the, the stolen election. <laughs> I only jest. Um, the, at one stage I was watching Fox or something. And this bloke came up, the Georgia Secretary of State. His name is Brad Raffensperger. <laughs> right. Oh, dear. And I just a... found that amusing. Mr. Raffensperger. Okay. But you mentioned one, a Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yep. What What are his parents smoking when he came out? Um, not enough. Uh, they, don't, they don't call you Evan Evans or no. me, Brian O'Brien. <laughs> but we got Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yep. They, yeah, they might have been taking a you know what while they named that. That was just yeah. absolutely insane. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, look, quick one from me. Did you see? Have you seen the new Phoenix Suns Valley jerseys? They're going to play in this year. They look really good. Oh no! Here's a pick for you, bud. No, no, oh, seriously. No, I like no. it. No, I like it. Now, um, well, if you go to the beach, no, it looks, looks like looks like uh-huh. board shorts on a single. Better than the white and the the, the, the stars. Anyway, um, see who they got to promote them. You know who that is? Kelly Oubre. Yeah, plays for the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> 
What the hell? <laughs> what are they doing? So you know, well, you know what Phoenix did straight after the photo shoot. Well, they yeah, they, 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 they photoshopped someone's head on top. Well, no, they they've put traded. Chris Paul on there. <laughs> O'Brien, you've got to shut the hell up when I'm doing my peripherals. Oh, I'm just too good. You've just jumped ahead straight to the punchline. Yes, I know he plays for the Warriors, and they traded him straight after he did the photo shoot for the for the hot new uh, Phoenix jersey. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for cutting in. Very good. Fine. Sorry that. Sorry that. Fine. Um, that's great. Our man Zach Lowe. Hang on, I'm going to try and jump in with your punchline. Uh, yeah. Yep. Right. Hanging in there. We, we, we love Zach Lowe. We do. He's a, he's a wordsmith. This, these are the words he used in one article only that I read. Uh-huh. Concoct. Mm-hmm. Palatable. Oh. Impinge. Impinge. Optimal. Love it. Preemptively. Preemptively. Cumbersome. <laughs> and and my all-time favourite. My all-time favourite. Yep. Coalesces. Oh, yes. yes. Coalesces. Yes. Love it. Yes. Yeah, you got one more. Or am I yeah. finishing off? Yeah, no, last one from me. Just some breaking news. Now, breaking news. Two, you'll find. Uh, okay, we all remember the hype around the undisputed. We need to be fair to Philly here. The undisputed number one pick a couple of years back with Marco Fultz, um, one of the biggest busts yeah, in league history. No, he just got re-signed by Orlando. Do you know how much money he signed for? Fifty million dollars. What are they doing? Fifty million dollars, mate. Seventy million times three. He the did improve a lot. You'd want to from a, from a guy who could not shoot, who had a, who had a two part shot release, Derek White in the Spurs. Derek White just got seventy three million dollars, my friend, for four years. That's oh, Pop a, might be a, losing need it. Need to have a closer look yep. at him, maybe. Yep. Now we did like Gobert at two hundred and five million. Didn't take the supermax. I got some bad news for you, bud. It doesn't bode well. Two blokes, bode. two blokes did not get paid today before the deadline. One was Lonzo Ball. He's going to play it out. The Pelicans. Uh, supersede their expectations he could get paid your man Laurie Markkinen did not get paid that does not bode well for the coming season for either him oh that makes the deal for Jimmy Buckets even better all the balls it's going to put Matt in a bad mood uh, listeners I do really like Laurie Markkinen he's got it going with Wendell Carter they've figured out some chemistry stuff I really like their season they have not signed him mate so he's going yeah, to play it out first two preseason games he was one of ten and two of nine by the way <laughs> heading into restricted free agency it's a preseason <laughs> game not too much over to you mate that was my last right, one now, this is an Aussie one we love SEN Radio is, is it related to the NBA at all no, like your this, this former is, this, senator with a funny this name is, uh, uh, SEN Radio, Andy Ma, they had this. They had this segment at one point on the run home, where they said, you know, what would what would Santa, you know, what would what would each team want from Santa, each AFL team, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Said, oh yeah, what, what would we want in Santa's sack, whatever, you know. <laughs> anyway, Andy Ma, as he's going to a break, yeah. says, and after the break, we'll be looking at Santa's sack. <laughs> How old are you, mate? <laughs> How old are well, you? Well, Bob Murphy thought it was funny too. He, oh. he just couldn't he couldn't talk when they come back from the air break. <laughs> <they couldn't>? <laughs> come on, Andy oh. Ma. Think about what oh, you're saying. That's it. That's it. Think All right, about what you're saying. Have you got another one? Can, can we take no, a break? No, no, we'll finish off there. All right, let's take a break and we'll come back and uh, preview the teams, the top teams in the West. Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! Is this the dagger? Yeah! Um, we're going into the team previews now for the Western Conference, Mr. Evans, and we will add a little wrinkle this year. Yep. Uh, it's not a wrinkle. We did it last year. We didn't do a wrinkle at all. We were doing a podcast this time last no, year. No, the wrinkle, the wrinkle, the wrinkle would be um, <coughs> the under/over wins, and we will both select. And this is on the fly, so I just happened to pluck these recently, just before we did the pod tonight. And I'll give you the number that they've Shoot. picked, and then I'll extrapolate that number 
for an 82 game Thank you very season. much. That will be helpful. So we're not doing every team because, let's just face it, half these teams we're interested in at all. Nope, so we're just going to do some big big name teams. We'll start with the, the reigning NBA champions, Los Angeles Lakers. Yes. They were 48 and a half, which extrapolates to 55 and a half, which is a good number. 55 and a half. But we'll first preview them. Done. Now you're the man. Your blood is purple and gold. It is. You go for it. It is. Look, they're the team that beat, but I still wonder if you'd comfortably take the field if I offered you some pretty good odds right now. They will have to rest LeBron and AD simply to survive this regular season after this short off season. They go a legit uh, 11 deep now, which is vital for the season that's coming up. Uh, we lose the Howard and the McGee uh, you know, off our chemistry and the, the off-court shenanigans for our peripherals. We distinctly become more likable with Marcus Oliver, Dwight Howard. Look, if the Lakers finish top four... Look out. 55 and a half? Is that the number? Yeah, it's a lot. Okay, I'm taking the under. Probably like half under. Yeah, I'd I'd agree with that. I'm going the under there as well. Um, Does Marc Gasol and Montrez Harrell Mm -hmm. give you more than Javal and Dwight? Or doesn't it even matter? Big time it does. Absolutely does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the numbers it doesn't. By the numbers it doesn't? I don't think so. But, hey. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with Absolutely. you. I reckon they'll, they'll be there. They'll just cruise through. The, they'll rest their guys. They won't worry about home court, I don't think. Yep. Um, they may figure that the Clippers might be one anyway. Correct. So they figure it won't matter. Correct. Yep. So as long as they finish higher than fourth. and well, they, they probably wouldn't even care if they played them in the second round, actually. They probably wouldn't care. Okay. Um, moving on. Fair enough. Well, you, you go in first. I want to hear your thoughts on the Clippers. Uh, give me the number at the end. I don't, I don't want to have too much time to think yeah, about Yeah, so it. moving on to the Clippers. I liked what they've done, as we talked about before. Serge was a really good pickup. Um, and you mentioned Luke Kennard. I think they've got a point to prove here, and okay. I think that was so embarrassing the way they yeah. lost. Yep. Um, particularly Paul George. I was told by someone this week had a young family had all sorts of personal issues. Someone was talking to this week okay. going on during the bubble, which may have been reflective of his play. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think they will come on strong, and I think they are the biggest threat. Not that that's a big statement for the Lakers. Yep. And I'm going to go... Well, hang on. Tell me the numbers at the end. Uh, we're at 47 and a half, and which equates to 54 and a half. One win less than the Lakers. And I'm going to go the over. Okay. I'm going to go the over on the Clippers. There you go. Um, I reckon the Clippers have been massively underrated going in. They got, as you, you said, creamed after the loss to Denver. You and I led that, by the way. Oh, but fair, I, fair I, enough. I like the makeup of the team. I think a peak Kawhi is a really tough stop for anyone come playoff time if his body holds up. It's no longer a given. They have to fix the chemistry issues. And I cannot understand how an assistant coach, as highly rated as Ty Lue is, does that. I could see this going either way, to be honest with the Clippers. The amount of bleating and blaming aimed at Doc Rivers by the players yeah, and their outrageous. complete lack of accountability yeah. is worrying. But if they get it together, they're a distinct top four team. I agree with you. What's the number again? 50... 54 and a half equated oh, no, for an 82 I, game year. I, I think they're locked into this this um, low management rubbish. I think they're going, I'll take the under on that. Yep. And you're going over? I'm going over. Okay. Our first difference listeners. Oh, we're on edge now. It's oh. a different one. Fantastic. Now we're moving on to, you can have first crack at this. Cool. The Dallas Mavericks Basketball Club. Well, I reckon the next two teams that we're going to talk about will decide the MVP race. I reckon if Dallas mm. or Portland finish top two or three and their respective stars in Luca and Dane play like we expect them to, I expect one of them to be crowned MVP. Let's look at it. LeBron and AD, KY and PG, KD and Kyrie, Murray and Jokic, Embiid and Simmons. Marketing and Levine. <laughs> they all cancel each other out. Oh, right? please. Yep. Yep. Mate, we know it. The league votes these things on narratives, and the Giannis story is over for MVP. He's won it two times in a row, and he's flamed out two years. He ain't winning it. 
So we love the next big thing, and these two fit the bill perfectly. I like the Mavericks, but it all comes down to an injury-prone number two in my eyes here. And what is the situation there right now? Still recovering. Is he, he's not back for the start of the no, he's season. Not. He's not. And when are they saying he will be? Uh, what's the what's the prediction? We haven't been given a long-term prognosis yet. He's going to miss tons of time. But this is his career to date. Was it an MCL or was it... Was it... Uh, yeah, I'm going to look that up while yep. you talk. Well, you're looking what at that. that injury is. Look, the most efficient offense ever just needs to be average on D. They were 17th in defensive efficiency last year. Get that up a few pegs and look out. Giannis re-signing hurts them. I reckon he and Luca would literally have been unstoppable uh, together. So... You can tell me the number at the end. I'll give you my over-under four for the, for the Dallas Mavs. What's your take on Dallas coming into this season, bud? Oh, I'm similar to you. If, if, if the Zinger, if the Lativian gangbanger plays, <laughs> then... By the way, we're talking about Chris Depp's poor Zingers. Yeah, I don't yeah, think we've named him. Um, yeah, so right here, they're, they're, they're saying January 1. They're targeting January 1 for his return to basketball. Okay, so what? Game so four. he had a meniscus, <laughs> that's right. He had the Chris Webber injury, so he had the torn meniscus. Yep. Um, he had surgery in October. So that's not long, is it? Twenty-three months, yeah. So Donnie Nelson, the Mavericks, uh, said he's back on January one. It's still not clear when he'll be able to play in full games. So obviously they're gonna, yeah, that's interesting. Well, a that's team with title aspirations has to have a number two in better condition than this. I mean, as good as Luca is, yeah, got to do better. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And they've lost, they've lost Seth Curry too. Correct. Big loss, big loss. Now their their number is forty-seven and a half. Extrapol- sorry, forty-three and a half, extrapolating to forty-nine and a half. So are they a fifty-win team or not? I'm going to go first here. I'll say they are. I'm going the over. Yeah, agreed. Sorry, bud. So, good call there. Yep. Love it. Well, we'll see how good a call we are. Yeah, we're we'll going to put some coin on this. I don't know. But those MVP odds, I think you get some nice ones for both Luca and Dame. Yes. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, oh. Portland are next. Yes. Can I jump in? You can. Do we not, as NBA fans, bud, deserve an injury-free season from peak Dame Lillard and the Blazers? This guy is phenomenal. You and I rate him highly on a number of fronts. This team now is deep and can cover for their injury setbacks, which team seem to get them. Uh, let me list you these guys. Covington, Jones Jr., Zach Collins, Cantor, Giles, Rodney Hood coming back from an Achilles, Gary Trent Jr., and please make some kind of leap, Anthony Simons, who I really like. So that's they're now 11 deep when you throw in on top of those eight, Dame, yeah. C- CJ, and Mallow. Enough to win the title, bud? Maybe not, but to go regular season, top three, two? Yeah. And again... If they finish ahead of the Mavs in that bracket, I reckon Dame's the MVP. Are they one of these teams that just somehow just luck will fall their way? It's quite possible that a team like this could win it if luck were to oh, fall hello. their way. Okay. If luck call. were to fall their way. If something were to happen injury-wise... Has with, to be. Well, say, say the Lakers and the Clippers ended up playing each other, right, in the second round. Say the Lakers slipped to fourth or whatever... Say the Clippers. Oh, yeah. the, say the Clippers suffer an injury of some kind mm-hmm. in the playoffs. All of a sudden, this this is the kind of team that could take advantage of that. We wouldn't have thought the Toronto Raptors could win the title, uh, but things fell their way. <laughs> yes, indeed. Things fell their way, literally. Okay. And Clay Thompson fell on his leg. So you just do not know what can happen. And I, I think they're right there, and I reckon they're going to be top four. Okay. For sure. So certain top four. What's the number, bud? What are we doing? Um, Forty and a half, extrapolating to forty-six and a half. I'm going to go over. Uh, we're boring. Yep. Yep. Same. Sorry, mate. And uh, Dame. Dame's been rewarded for his loyalty, by the way, just looking at this. Yeah. This year, 31, mm-hmm. then 43, mm-hmm. then 47, mm. then 50, then 54. 54 <laughs> million. <laughs> 257 million guaranteed oh, for the next five oh years. Oh, my goodness. 
My goodness. Him and Giannis can go to some nice restaurants together. Indeed. Have the large special fried rice. Who we got next, bud? Now we've got the Denver... Okay. Nuggets. You want to jump in? Um, they lost Jeremy Grant, who got paid some extraordinary amount of money. Do you want me to tell you what it was? What was it? He, he took the same amount of money he was offered by Denver to play for Detroit. Oh, where why? Where he would have a bigger role in their offense. Oh, my goodness me. <laughs> These guys, I swear, I was not making that I up. Same amount. I should have to my Stephen A for later, that yep. kind of nonsense. Yep. Um, they've got Paul Millsap. He's back, but he's very much broken down. Jeremy Grant was critical, I thought, for them, mm. particularly at the defensive end. Um, yeah, I just don't know. I, I can't see them being better. Can you? Who have they signed? They need Michael Porter Jr. to just fly, yep. just jump to the next level. That's 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 what it comes down to almost for me. Well, this I think this is the team that has the advantage that the Lakers don't. Like, We're not going to see a leap from AD and LeBron that we could see from Murray and Jokic. If they sustain, Jokic, you reckon, can get they, better. Definitely. Because of their chemistry. If they sustain what we saw in the bubble for 72 games and four rounds, it's a big ask. And Porter Jr. makes the leap if they hold on to him. They're getting Will Barton back as well. Yeah, good call. They need yep. a lot to go right, but it's it's quite plausible. They we're, could be a Portland type. Yeah, sneak through. Exactly. Exactly. There we yep. go. Uh, what's their number, bud? Their number is 44 and a half, <sighs> which extrapolates to 50 and a half in an 82-game season. Um, stupid question without notice. Are they playing? Are they allowed to play at home at the moment? Yeah, well, all, they're, the they're team, all the teams they're not being are moved, at the moment. Except for Toronto. Okay. Fifty and a half. What, uh, I will take the over. Yep, I have to agree. <laughs> I, well, I think. Well, I think. I think they're. Be- I think they're. Us. I think they're better than fifty and thirty-two, in my head. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Now I'm going to throw one in here that I didn't have on the list. Oh, great! Just, Thank for, you. just out of respect. Yep. The Golden State Warriors. <laughs> No, this is a, the purely an over-under conversation. Matt, is, 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 is your life you, you aware can, of you this can afford, relationship? You can afford one minute of your time to yeah. give some respect to this team that we would have had challenging for the title. We must we must acknowledge what's happened to Clay yeah, Thompson man. in I this know. podcast. Their over-under is 38 and a half, extrapolating to 43 and a half wins, mm-hmm. which ain't many. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, your thoughts on them? We just don't think about them at all. No, <laughs> I, I said to you earlier on the phone today that... that what, over 550 days ago when KD went down with that injury is one of my most disappointing sporting moments. Yeah. That series is up there with the Cavs series that they quote-unquote lost um, for me. No, I love him. Clay's one of the best blokes to watch on a court. I just, I just don't see it for this team. I just think Draymond's not even starting the season. It's too much for Steph. 43 and a half, comfortably take the under. Okay. I'm going to take the over. Just. Okay. I'm going the equivalent of a 45 and 37. 82-game season, the equivalent of whatever yep. that is. Now, there's a really decent team that you haven't brought. Because James Wiseman is no no stiff. He could be quite handy. I'm not saying he is. Totally. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, And Kelly Oubre is no stiff either. Like, they're, they got, they're, play, they're better players than what they had rolling around last year. Yeah. I know. I know. It's just the West is just brutal. It's yep. just brutal to have a winning record there. And look, they still might, and still might, they still might get a winning record and, and miss the playoffs entirely. Do you have the Jazzers over-unders there? Can you, you don't have to. Yeah, I didn't, is, I didn't put the Jazz on the list. No, this is a team that has had... Lack of respect by me. <laughs> ...will have continuity advantages to, to other teams heading in. They've re-signed Gobert. We weren't sure if they were going to. Donovan Mitchell can continue to make the leap. They'll get Bogdanovich back on the court. They will have... Bogdanovich? Yeah, the other one. 
<laughs> There's so many Anoviches and Jokoviches and Jokiches. So, I'm really yeah, confused. Yeah. The Don't ask one. me to talk about tennis. That, that's all right. That's all right. No, with Conley on there, our boy Joe Ingalls and Derek Favors Aussie coming Joe. back on. So Joe Ingalls and Derek Favors, that, that pick and roll will destroy most most second units they're going to come up against. I really like the upside for this team who were literally a rimmed out shot from Conley of making the second round. So the equivalent for an 82 game is 48 and a half. Utah. Easy for me. Easy over. Easy. I'll just go under just to be different. Yeah. You didn't even put them in our, in our list. So. Yeah, I don't rate them as highly as you do. Okay. Why not, Matt? Oh, I just, just, just don't. Because they're boring. <laughs> oh, well, no, they're not boring. No, Donovan Mitchell's not boring. I just, don't, I just don't rate what happened in the bubble as much as others may. I don't think they would have got anywhere near beating Denver if that was a normal fly-in, fly-out, normal scenario. Okay. Um, Donovan Mitchell is still a sensational player. Oh, he shoots too much, I know. Sure. But, um, All right. Well, solid but, team. L- let's take a break so that you can write down some questions without notice for me. Welcome back to uh, Sports Opinionated. Questions without notice, which I've prepared earlier. Um, I'll start this off, Peter, since you're being so some. so rude. Um, is this the defining year of LeBron's career? Will this be the year that defines him in the media's eyes? And if he were to just, if they were to dominate, and they just smoke through the playoffs, you know what I mean? What what would be your take on that? My, my take on that is that you've robbed me of some content for later. Um, cap- oh, sorry. Caps lock. Caps lock. Yes. Sorry. You think, it, you think it will be and can be? Yep. 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 It's. Yep. It's. Yeah. And I'll go through that as, as to why a little bit Given later. He's thirty-six years old going in and into, yeah, into yeah. year eighteen. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Matt, um, you know, you have a number of inappropriate relationships on the side. I don't. Think oh, that, what, what is this? Uh, this, this? This is public forum. This no, is, I do not. No, this is public accountability. You. You. <laughs> I'm happily married, man. You and the Warriors were, had to be seen to be believed, and then late. From from being disinterested, like like a a girl at a prom who takes off her glasses and lets the hair down. You and the Miami Heat became a thing during the during the bubble playoffs, and you're not denying it well, because I, it's true. Well, it's so true. my simple question for you, without notice, who will become your team on the side this season, Matt? Who are you most looking forward to seeing aside from your uh, your Bulls? Who are you, who are you gonna have a, a oh a the Charlotte Hornets? I don't know. <laughs> Come on, who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? I reckon probably Dallas. Yeah, yeah, Dallas over Brooklyn. I thought you might have gone. Oh, actually, Brooklyn, yeah, good yeah, call. Yeah, 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 good call. Matt, Brooklyn Matt and are KD very, have Brooklyn a are very attractive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie won't tip you Brooklyn over. Matt's gesticulating a Brooklyn Brooklyn are a very nice looking team. I'll okay. give you that. All right. Imagine if they got Harden, then it'd be even even more uh, more interesting. Yep. Um, what. <laughs> this is how I phrase this question. Carefully. How long. Do we give this season before it's in absolute, total disarray oh, as a result of COVID? How long do you give it? Um, I don't think it will become into disarray. I think they'll just cancel the games, and at the end of the season, we'll be looking at winning percentages other than other than total games won. No, oh, that'd be fair because yeah. this out of seventy-two, you can afford to lose a dozen, fifteen, yeah. twenty. I don't know what worst case is. Who knows what's going to happen over there? Um, yeah. Um, Actually, having said that, I might say this. Okay. Um, They've started administering, Peter, mm-hmm. the uh, the Pfizer vaccine and mm-hmm. now the Moderna vaccine. Okay. So maybe the NBA just gets everyone vaccinated and bang, bang. Yeah. Well, Problem solved. Hopefully. And all the, all the 20,000 people that are going to attend. 
don't know. <laughs> the season ticket holders, part of your package, is a free shot. <laughs> it's in your little, free corona shot. It's in your show bag when you, uh, yeah, when you sit right. down you your first game. It's in your bag. You open it up and there it is. Yeah. So, but one in ten players reported to training camp positive. One in ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they would have been vaccinated. Yeah. There you go. Um, I am putting you on the spot here. I'm, I'm interested in your take on which player will have the biggest breakout season. Which player who we, you know, can be can be a good player already or can be coming into the league that's going to by season's end, we're going to be like, far out. That guy took the leap. Like, this year's Pascal Siakam. Oh. Gee, you really have put me on the spot there. I can, I can uh, give you a couple of options. I'm going to say Michael Porter Jr. at Denver. Okay. Yep. Yep. I reckon he's going to be a clear number three for them. Okay. Yep. Well, other options, other 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 names. You oh, I was there? going to throw out some names like you know OG uh, Ananobi, uh, Tatum Brown from the Celtics. I know Tatum's already there, but Tatum's he, already there. Is he? Yeah. No, but I'm saying is he is he a standout? Yeah, Did you see how big he was? That photo I sent you. He's buff. Again, listeners, Matt MMS me a photo oh, of the buff Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum's been doing the work. Doing the work. He's in great shape. <laughs> All right. Um, Last who, one. Who will have the biggest impact of Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman? Lamelo Ball and Patrick Williams in Chicago. Those four. Uh, oh. Yeah, because we don't watch college. I need to obviously front up here. We don't watch a lot of college ball, but we've ha- heard all the buzz. Uh, I think Minnie's a mess. I think Chicago is still figuring it out. He could have a big chance there, Williams. I'm actually going to go with someone who we both have question marks over. I think the biggest impact will be from Lamelo in Charlotte. Wow, that's yep. Charlotte. Yep. Yeah, I'm going James Wiseman. I think under Draymond Green's tutelage, I yeah. think he'll, he'll be very handy for them. Okay. They haven't had a really skilled big yep. in this whole yeah. era. Fair to say they got one. Um, so. Last one from me. Respect to Bogut. But. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, who you got for MVP, bud? Uh, who have I got for MVP? You can throw you some names. Uh, Dame Lillard. Okay. Yep. Well, I think then. Portland will be top three, I reckon, actually. And I think he'll shoot the lights out. Nice one. Yep. Nice one. Um, we're agreeing far too much, so let's take a break. Let's get let's on the opposite side drum up of some the base. Drum up some angst in the meanwhile. Yeah, let's get some agitation going in the east. All right, Matt, let's go out east and let's look at some of the juggernaut teams that we're hanging to see. Can we just start at the top? Well, regular season top. Let's go to Milwaukee, who finished last regular season out on top. You want to jump in first or do you want me to? Uh, I can't. They totally collapsed, obviously. There's going to be a fire, mm-hmm. a fire lit under them. Um, but I'm not sure they've got enough. We said this earlier. Drew Holiday, nice signing, but not great. Mm-hmm. George Hill was good. Um, I'm not sure where the improvement is coming from. They got Bobby Portis, I think. Yep. Is that true? Yeah, yep. so he's solid backup. Um, I'm looking down the list here. I'm not seeing anything that's um, yeah, grabbing me in terms of upgrade, as yep. I said earlier. They're just the same. So yep. I don't. I think other teams are going to get very close to them, if not past them. Okay. And they got it. your thoughts? Yeah, I just think the Bogdanovich trade stuff up just <laughs> stuffs them up completely. You know, with him, their closing five would have included Giannis, Holiday, Middleton, Bogdanovich, and whoever's playing best out of, you know, Torrey Craig, DiVincenzo, Portis, whoever. Now their list looks decidedly thinner. The Bledsoe and George Hill have gone. Um, the team is just not as deep as we think. Still, Giannis just turned 26. If he goes up another cog, God help us. Um, yeah, that, that, could be, sure that could be phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. DJ Augustine was the other guy they signed. Yeah, Good backup. Yep. What's the numbers, bud? <laughs> then, uh, we're going to agree on this. The number's 50 and a half, which equates to 57 and a half. Yep. Which I'm comfortably saying is an under for me. Yep. And I am going over. Over 57 and a half. Yep. 
I think they're going to be a phenomenal regular season team. So have you got them winning the East? I've got them finishing one or two in the East after the regular season. I don't know. You haven't put me on the spot yet who wins it. Yeah, okay. Guns to the head, it might be a different answer. All right, we move to the Sixers. The Sixers. Could do this One of our favourite discussions. Yep. The Sixers, Evans, give us your thoughts. Look, I like what the Sixers have done and we'll be super keen to see them play it out. But as the obvious comment here, Bart, is that Harden's shadow looms hugely over this team. Um, Sixers have offered them Simmons, but Houston wants more. Sixers have wisely dug their heels in. If the Sixers start well, I expect the Harden talk to die down pretty quickly. Um, Harden wants to get to Brooklyn, and history suggests that he'll get there ultimately. My question for you, for anyone really, is you know who closes for this Sixers team? Like who who ends this game? Is it Embiid, Simmons, Tobias, Harris, and two out of Green, Curry, Thibel, uh, Corkmans? Oh, Thibel, Thibel for mine. Thibel is a phenomenal defensive player. Phenomenal defensive player. Yep. Well, like top five in the league defensive player. Well, he's he's to, a freak. I understand that, but he's and got they, to provide the more. No, no, but they play. Year. No, they play. If they play him and Simmons, it, there's a there's a there's a world in which him and Simmons can cause absolute havoc late in the game. And I've seen it a couple of times. We didn't see how the season was going to play out with them last year, obviously. Mm-hmm. They came yep. back to the bubble. Simmons got injured. Yep. The season was over. And B was just battling on his own. They did okay, actually, given he was basically battling one out. Um, yeah, I still think they're a shot, but I think they have to do it defensively more so than offensively for mine. I reckon elite defensive players, Embiid, Simmons and... Thibault, those three are just phenomenal. Yep. Tobias Harris is okay as well. Um, Daddy Green can't age. If he can close for them, then they're, yep. they're in a good spot. Cork Mars is okay too. He's a good shooter. Yeah, he is. Just, as, I'm talking about who closes. Now, Curry, Thibault, Cork Mars are all questionable. Same for Green in his age. So there's no obvious closing five yep. for me. So their, their win total is 42.5 extrapolated to 48.5. Oh, God. It's brilliant work by, brilliant yeah, work by sports, but Yeah. So... I know what I got. What do you got? I'm going to go the over by one game. <laughs> I'm going to go 50 and 32 or 49 and 32. Classic. Something like that. Classic. Yeah, I've gone the under. I'll, I'll give him 48 and 34. You'll give him 47 and yeah. 48. Yep. 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 That's, that's 48 fair and enough. Perfect. My fair goodness. Enough. How fair do they enough. do with this world? We move on to the Seas. Your nemesis. My nemesis. The one you love to hate. My likable nemesis. You likable nemesis? Well, they are. Of course, they're not a threat at the moment. That's well, why you like well, them. I'll more on that in a moment. Um, can I throw up? Almost totally left field. Did you realise this is totally off topic? We I didn't mention this when we mentioned the Lakers. Do you realise you're still paying Luol Deng <laughs> this year and <laughs> next year? He's a great player. He's a really smart businessman, Luol Deng. He's still got. But I digress. We come back to the Celtics. I just noticed a couple of blokes here. They're playing. Um, Gershon Yabazili they're still paying this year and next year the yep. Celtics yep. Um, they're basically the same as except for um, well, well. Tristan Kardashian who's come back in from the Cavs I know. I know. <laughs> so we think that makes them better I don't know Daniel Tice was really good for them yep. he's out there only paying him 5 million this year so he's he's a good get yep. I did like Bainsey when they had him I thought he was a good, same. good fit for them same big, big loss here um They've lost my ba- my man Brad one 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 to maker. <laughs> what your iPhone did to that that man's name? Yeah, when to maker. Um, he's gone. Um, they've picked up Jeff Teague. It's thirty two years old. Jeff Teague yeah, probably not a bad backup. Agreed. In short minutes, yep. but I can't see them firing further. Yep, they're just there in the east, sort of fourth, third, fourth, fifth. 
But I don't think... I haven't got them better than Brooklyn or Miami at this point. Okay. So, your take on them? Uh, you could you could argue me in either direction, but from all the way to two, even one, all the way down to six. Look, Tatum, Cannon could very well make another leap this year. And well, his muscles would suggest that's quite possible. <laughs> and, he, and he could flip the MVP conversation away from Luca. And Dame, if they get that, uh, get up there. Jalen Brown could make a leap too. I really yep. like that young core. But, yep. you know, Haywood's gone and Kemba's knee is gone as well, apparently. Um, and I'm afraid that Tristan Thompson isn't the answer. Um, but no matter what happens, this is a win-win for me. Really likable young stud in Tatum. But not quite good if, enough. If to they make the leap, <laughs> and yet I'm wrapped if they underperform and they go to fire Danny Ainge. I can't wait. Uh, they're not the, the team uh, Evans loves to hate. Um Kemba Walker, they're paying 34, 36, and 37 and a half in the next three years. Are they? So that's a lot of money. Are you looking at the right the third, column? The third year. No. The third year is in green, which means that is a player option, I believe. Yeah. Player option. So I'm thinking he'll take that. 37 and a half oh, in 2022, 20, 23. Degenerative knees. Okay. Okay. Fair enough for a six so, point guard. All right. Um, can we jump across to Miami? We can. They're, they're going to have to play South this, Beach. They're going to have to play the expectations game this season. They did so well in the bubble. Hero and Robinson could could make another leap. Bam is on the improved. If Jimmy's being Jimmy, you know they're a second round lock, bare minimum. Um, they're top three for me, but I could see Brooklyn or Milwaukee beating them come playoff time. I'm just not sure if they're going to improve enough this season. They were primed to go at Giannis, and it's a massive loss for this team that he resigned with the Bucks. Now, how yeah, but would you say Avery Bradley and Myers Leonard are adding to their depth? I think so, big time. Myers Leonard was on their team last year. He was, and he. <laughs> sorry, I'm thinking of someone else. Avery Bradley. No, they've added someone else. Avery Bradley and Morris Harkless, Mo Harkless. Yeah, no. They're two handy players for them. Yep. Look, um, Dragic, they re-signed. Yeah, you ha- you're happy with that? Yeah. Well, I am. We just hope the poor guy can be can be healthy again and can can be at peak. Uh, form as he was before the really unfortunate injury bad timing for him uh, look and, and he's, he's getting a bit bit old now look Mo Harkless doesn't shoot the ball well enough to be a, a decent threat on a, on a poor shooting team overboard Avery Bradley he's, he's catch and shoot uh, three point percentage he's really high he brings great defense great so, defense yeah fair enough that's that's a that's and, a step and, up and, and I'm Iggy's, not sure. Iggy's still there that's 15 million per Iggy for 15 my goodness how many games will he play he won't play he'll play, he'll play in uh, May and June Yep. Or May, anyway. Uh, did you give me... Can we have an over-under for Miami? You might need to go back one. I'm not oh, sure Celtics, yeah. Celtics was 45.5, extrapolating to 51.5. Yep. And I'm going to go over there. Same. And for the Heat? Miami extrapolated to 49.5. And, and I'm going over there, for yep. sure. Okay. I've got like nine 50-win teams in the East at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're just no, having, we, have, we have mentioned all the good teams, so that's uh, yep. highly predictable we okay. go in the 50 wins. Now let's go to your new thing on the side, Matt. Yep. It's hard to say this when Kyrie Irving plays for them. But I, know, yes. I know. You've sold your soul, mate. I yeah. love this team. I love this team. And watching Durant in the preseason, he looked exactly the same. I don't know. I think the pace of it obviously wouldn't have been as intense, but just the way he moved, the type of shots he was making... Mm-hmm. Um, the way he played defense in a couple of stretches there when he actually tried, I just thought, <laughs> yep. well, I, you know, I tried some of the time, but when he actually tried in the preseason, he looked exactly the same. And it's been, I think you mentioned, it's been a year and a half, basically, since the injury. So yep. plus, he may set the bar for what is actually possible coming off an Achilles this season. Gee. He could be in the MVP discussions, so that's no <laughs> question. Oh, God. Man, and I'll he say played, this, what, half, half a preseason game? He was the best player in the game when he got hurt. He was the best player, in my opinion, in basketball mm-hmm. when he went down. 
And I, the, 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 yeah, some may dispute and say it's LeBron, but at the time he'd beaten LeBron twice in a row. He's he was the best player in basketball, and I think he can be very close to that again. Wow, MVP. Okay, he'll be in the discussion. Did, did not see that coming. Did not see that coming. Um, look, they go eleven deep. The Nets. Um, yes. And not that Kyrie Irving will utilise any of those 11. Um, or they'll go 12 deep if you include Cabro. Um, obviously, that number will decrease significantly if they do trade for James Harden and flip some pieces out. But I don't think it'll decimate them like it would other teams. Um, they're a top, te- top three team for me, for sure. They are a title contender if they either trade for Harden and he steps in under KD's leadership. Or they flip Kyrie Irving. I still think they should be on the table for the Nets. I'm sorry. I think they should think about trading him. Getting two good players in in response, for, in in exchange for Kyrie to go alongside Harden and Durant. I, as a Laker fan, I fear that more than a team led by Kyrie Irving. I I'm going to disagree with you tonight, Peter. Go for on it. This we've been agreeable um, too much tonight. So um, go for this, it. This this team's good enough to win it as it is. <sighs> this team is good enough to win it as it is. Karis Levert, Joe Harris, Spencer Dinwiddie. They're good players. Jared Allen, great at what he does. They're they're deep enough to win this. You only have to be seven deep in reality when it comes to the crunch in May and June. They've got the players there to win it. I'm looking at the page. If if Durant and Kyrie play to the way they can play, they're they're two of the most unstoppable offensive players we have in the league. Yeah, I get that. So that's, that's what it comes down to. And these other guys can put the ball in the hole as well. I don't see where the weakness is here. I think they're clearly the best team in the East, and I think they will make the NBA Finals. Okay. I think the names that you listed, it's a, it's a waste of everyone's time because Kyrie Irving is not going to bring the best out of these guys. They are not going to see yep. it and perform. I think him being on the court is a detriment to this whole franchise. Wow. Okay. Not even the um, incense that he's um, spreading around the court like he did before oh, the game the other day. <laughs> did you read about just, that? No. <laughs> just, uh, give, give me a number and let's on go his over fl- it. On his flat earth. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. What are we looking at for the uh, 45 and a half uh, extrapolated to 51 and a half. I'm a <sighs> confident over. A solid, a lock, as they would say. Okay, I'm going to go with KD's injury history and Kyrie's injury history. I've got them under 51 and a half. Okay. There it is. So you're basing it on injuries. Interesting. Interesting. Fair call, but interesting. No, they got depth. They got depth, but, you know. KD's 32. Interesting. Who is Kyrie's only 28 years old and Kevin Durant's 32. Mm-hmm. But the rest of those guys, 20, see, they're all quite young. So, Sure thing. I'm happy to defend my love for this season. No, that's fine. That's fine. We'll have to do it in front of your wife later. Um, let's take a break because you and I have some uh, very interesting, intriguing Stephen A's to come back with. Kwame Brown! Slava Medvedenko! And Kwame Brown, God bless him, is a scrub. He can't play. No disrespect whatsoever. That's one of the best intros we've come up with, isn't it? Oh, that intro. Which one? The Stephen A intro. Magnificent. Okay. Great intro. Well done to you for putting that together. <laughs> and as a reward for that, Thank you. you can go first. Awesome. Awesome. Matt, um, this season has more at stake um, than just another ring on the finger for a bunch of multimillionaires. <laughs> If the LA Lakers go back-to-back and in year 18, LeBron leads the Lakers to the promised land with another outstanding year. Yes. He'll have <laughs> settled. He'll have five titles. He's quickly ascending to the all-time leading scorer. Only Stockton will finish ahead of him for assists. If the Lakers win the title, LeBron James will head into the next offseason recognised as the greatest player to have ever played the game. Like it, or, like it or not, and it could be the greatest podcast you and I ever do, by the way, if we do the MJ LeBron thing. 
At some point, the weight of two close to well, actually, the, the weight of two decades of greatness from the best athlete I've ever seen play outside of George Murison ends <laughs> ends the Jordan Lebron debate just as it did by the weight of numbers for the Larry Bird versus Magic Johnson debate. LeBron played it really smartly postseason, leaving it to others to pontificate. Pontificate, O'Brien, about who resides where. Um, you know, the greatest player of the era or the Mount Rushmore argument allows that, you know, Russell, Kareem, Jordan, LeBron to all have their recognized places in history. But, Bud, as we know, it's in human nature to place one atop them all. One atop them all. LeBron's achievements in totality mean that this season has more riding on it than ever before. Four rings? When he hangs him up, probably sees him below MJ when he calls it a day. Five or six probably means the argument is over. We shall see. But it's a huge season coming up. Just a quick question off the cuff. Off the cuff. Is he better than Kobe? Has he gone past Kobe yet? Who? LeBron. What are you talking about? Has he gone past Kobe yet? What have you got Simple Kobe question. as the number three player all day? Has he, no, I'm just time? asking you the question. Has he gone past Kobe with Kobe's five titles? Has is he it, gone past him? There's 11 players who are past Kobe. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he's past Kobe. Okay. No. Many would say not. <laughs> now it's time for me to take the microphone, Peter Richard Ernest Evans. <laughs> Ernest, I like that. I like oh. Ernest. I like a bit oh, of buffalo. Getting, I'm getting on the web and looking up some of these old school names. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Right. I'm winding up here. Hang on. I'm like... Well, let's, let's put a time clock on this. I'm like Tiger Woods winding up his backswing here, about I, to crush it. I hope you're talking about what I think you're going to yes. talk about. At what point yep, please. did playing in the NBA... Uh-huh. And earning millions and millions and millions of dollars, being idolised, asking for and getting virtually anything you want in general life, being able to play one of the greatest games on earth while being cheered on by thousands night after night after night. Mm -hmm. When did this become such a chore? (laughs) What? You would think that for some of these precious pets that are playing the NBA (laughs) NBA basketball... that This is the equivalent of cleaning up dog crap, mowing the lawns or (laughs) digging a trench by hand. As soon as things get a little difficult, Evans, as soon as they get a little bit challenging, a little bit hard, instead of staying the course, giving back to the city and the fans, the guys who have adored you, these guys have now decided that the contracts are more like insurance policies Mm -hmm. to get paid and nothing more. From LeBron bailing on Cleveland, then Miami, then Cleveland again, to Jimmy Buckets bailing on Philly, then a year later on Minnesota, to Kawhi just giving the double bird to Coach Pop and the Spurs. <laughs> just the double bird. I'm not even going to play. He's doing it to me, by the way. To the blatant tampering to get AD to get to the Lakers. <laughs> to the insane notion of Paul George leaving not one, but two teams, the second in OKC when he was one year into a mega deal. Am I correct? Was <laughs> yes, he one year in? He was. <laughs> Loyalty is dead, Evans. Mm-hmm. And the danger as the podfather pointed out last week, is that the league loses its tribal city-by-city roots mm-hmm. and in turn goes to just following players. And if that happens, the league will regress into a shadow of itself. Mm. And then, now we have James, mm-hmm. the Thank king you. of the precious superstars, Harden. No, sorry, we know who that is. But I digress. Harden is now demanding out of Houston... Everything, when they've given him everything. They've let him take as many shots as he's wanted in any game he likes. Has that ever happened in any team ever? Where they've said, you can just shoot as much as you want. You can stand there one-on-one and just go hack my friend. Don't worry about anyone else in the team. Don't move. Has it ever happened? Ever? Westbrook MVP. (laughs) Okay. One other time. That no one else. Correct. 
He's been allowed to stand at the top of the key playing one-on-one while the rest of his teammates stand around the perimeter having a coffee or some other mm. heated drink, waiting for the mm. off chance he may just spare them some scraps. <laughs> I just did a nice no-look pass it as did. I said that line. It, it was did. beautiful. Now, his response to things that are a little bit difficult now is, no, nah, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I know I've got three years left, two years, whatever it is. Seriously, you wanted Russ, James. You wanted yes, him. Yeah. Yep. Who knows why you did, you dumbass? Who knows why? And wowee, that didn't work. Who would have known? We could have told you that. You should have stuck with Chris Paul. But no, you wanted him. So now they move him out on your behalf. I'm not sure about that bit, but that doesn't support my argument. <laughs> I assume that he, that he moved him out. And now you want to take a dump on the entire city and the franchise as you walk out the front door. To borrow a phrase from George Costanza, we live in a society, you know. <laughs> yep. Harden is today's precious player poster child. Uh-huh. And is sadly representative of a league which has now become, Evans, more of a game of poker, trying to read what people are thinking or doing, rather than a league of winning, you know, building winning cultures the right way, like the Spurs, etc. Mm-hmm. White Mumba out. And you can follow on from that if you choose. Oh, no, I've, d- I've done my Stephen A. Well said, mate. Ah, oh, this has been the low light of the offseason. Not just asking for the trade, mate, but refusing to turn up to training camp, going to nightclubs and parties, breaking breaking COVID protocols. Good call. And then he rocks up at the Toyota Centre and puts everyone there under literal danger because he hasn't gone off and quarantined. This guy is just thumbing his nose at the league. Um, Hopefully it's been mitigated recently by Giannis re-signing and there's just hopefully a couple, I don't want to say bad eggs because I don't know the guy at all, but hated what we have seen. Um... And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say if Brooklyn do this massive deal and get rid of all those chemistry guys who have played together mm-hmm. and have played well together mm-hmm. to get him, big mistake. Okay. Big mistake. All right. Well, But I still love basketball. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he needed to cop it, Matt. I'm glad you decided to, uh, to, to line him up. Um, now, before we sign off, Matt, because I think we're done, unless I'm going to put you on the spot. It's, oh. The season has not begun, and we will get skewed as of this time tomorrow evening. Give me a, a finals uh, tip, please, and a championship winner. Um, I'm going Brooklyn versus the Lakers with the Lakers winning. Okay. And you... Lakers over Bucks. You think the Bucks are going to break through? Yep. I think they'll figure something out. Very good. Yep. And we, we reserve the right to uh, alter those opinions and predictions as the uh, season unfolds. Yeah, I went Clippers <laughs> last year, so I am the conservative fan. So this is a bi- it's a big moment for me, Matthew. Oh, it's very good. Thanks for coming. Heartfelt. Caring. Heartfelt. Blessings. Thanks for joining us out there. It's Cheers. great to be back. Big we can't wait for NBA basketball tomorrow. Till next week. God bless. Stay well. Cheers.